This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, blood for Dracula. He couldn't live without a virgin's blood. Dot, 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 space, dot, dot, dot. So a virgin had to die. Oh, I have an authentic Italian accent, don't you know? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And we're uh, Brett Free. We are. He uh, had to go tend his garlic patch. And we watched Blood for Dracula. We did, as recommended to us by Kylie. And it rounds out the, uh, what's his head? Andy Warhol series of horror movies. Yes, well, she recommended them to us because Udo Kier is in both. And this one at least satisfies the blade rule. That's true. Yep. The blade rule being, for those who did not listen to Dracula 3000, uh, that if you have Udo Kier in a vampire movie, he plays a fucking vampire. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a vampire. Why wouldn't you just have him play one? Yeah. His name's Udo Kier. He talks all in a generic uh, Eastern European accent on purpose. Naturally. On purpose. Naturally. Yeah, I'm drunk. It's, it's it's all natural, so it's healthy. It's organic. Free yeah. free sourced or whatever. It's really. probably hormone I'm assuming his voice is hormone free, but I don't actually know that for certain. Well, I imagine hormones play some part in it. <laughs> well, yes, but I in his actual voice, just they whatever causes his voice. Yeah, I don't know. We could ask Tyson. They'd know about hormonally increasing things. Yeah. Or Barry Bonds. Hey, now, he's selling, like, boner pills or something now. I trust that guy. (laughs) He probably needs them since he, like, steroided his boner away forever. That's why I don't take steroids. Because you want Barry Bonds to be able to get boners? (laughs) Yeah. And everybody knows the more steroids you take, the less Barry Bonds gets a boner. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so this movie is, as Andy Warhol presented to us, uh, starts with. It starts with, I don't know, Dracula. The beginning. Dracula. And he's not doing so hot because apparently he is a. Uh, Done busted up all the virgins in Romania. Yeah, he is. He has apparently just killed every single virgin in the town. Yeah, and I like any movie that starts out with seventeen minutes of exposition directly. Well, I mean, it's with a. It starts out with him putting makeup on. Well, yeah, which was weird. Yeah, I liked it though because, like, he's like, "Oh, I gotta like." He just paints his hair black and. You know, like rubs something red on his lips and then like put some stuff on his cheeks and then he walks in and you re- then there's the the reveal <laughs> where they pan around a little bit and they show that he doesn't have a reflection, which they do by not showing you the part of the mirror that was going to show his reflection. <laughs> yeah, it's totally legit. Yeah, it's a really, really obvious camera cheat. And then, uh. Renfield question mark. 
I like that dude, actually. I forget. Yeah. But yeah, he was he is the effectively the Renfield. Eats fewer bugs. Yeah. And he he lets us all know what's going on, that there there's no more virgins in Romania ever again. Yep. So they have to if, even the babies they're 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 boning the, the babies in utero so they won't be born virgins. That's troubling for science and moral reasons. But no vampires. That's true. So they're going to go to Italy because of their religious beliefs. They're just swimming in virgins. There's just stacks of them everywhere. No, he literally says they need virgins for their weddings. Yeah, because that's a that's thing. the line. Yeah, because like, what do they use the virgins for in the weddings? Are they like like window dressing? Are they served after the wedding? Like what what do they use the virgins for? Weddings, obviously. Well, yes. I mean, I can only virgins plan weddings. I, I'm confused. Yeah, only a virgin can plan a proper wedding. Otherwise, you end up with like a a bunch of Steely Dan getting played at the reception and shit. Nobody wants that. Well, I mean, especially because like Inaga Davida just goes on forever. Yeah, and eventually <laughs> they just have to like stab something with steely knives so that they can, uh, you know, just get get rid of that that beast of a wedding. Not the same band, but I'll allow it. No, but everyone thinks that's a reference to Steely Dan for some reason. Really? Yeah, I think because they use the word steely to describe a knife. That makes sense. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. No. Anyway, so Dracula, he's got his sister or wife or, I don't know, sister? He calls her his sister, but I don't know. Like, I guess they, I mean, I kind of assumed that was the virgin he had been feeding off of and turned into a vampire. It was, was, so like, that was his quote unquote wife in my brain even though they call her his sister i feel like my way makes more sense yeah so they uh they put her in a coffin and fuck off to italy yeah but he can't bring his birds or his books because they'll just fall apart okay. his collection of stuffed birds the not bringing taxidermy birds all right makes sense books i find that troubling well, I think he wanted uh, Dracula to focus on finding a virgin as opposed to just, you know, like reading the latest Agatha Christie novel. Okay, sure. Why not? I mean, it's like the 1910-20s. It is definitely it's after, the 1910-20s. It's after 1917 in the movie. Yeah, at some point the uh, revolution in Russia had occurred for sure. Yep, and that started in 1917, so it is at least that far along, and so Agatha Christie shows us up somewhere around that time. So we uh, jump smash cut to Italy, where we meet authentic Italian lady. Yes, the there is the lady who owns the uh, the inn. Well, no, first we meet the uh, the the lady, the rich, formerly rich lady. Oh, okay. Who had fallen yeah, on okay. hard times. Oh, yes, and she's having tea with her daughter. And uh, some of her other daughters are getting topless in the yard doing yard work. Yeah, well, because, I mean, you, they're getting all hot and sweaty, and they don't want to get their stuff all wet, so they're just 
going to take their clothes off. Except for the one who was like, you can't take your clothes off. That would be wrong. Yeah. And the other ones are like, whatever, nerd. And they just and the, their boobs out. And then strike like model poses. Because I'm pretty sure those actresses were models before they were actresses. Yeah, and probably models after they were actresses. Because I don't really feel like they probably got a lot of acting work after this. Yeah, probably not. But and I think the mother is supposed to be from London because you know the the husband had been to the the marquee had been to London a couple of times. And uh as they're topless in the garden, much to their mother's chagrin, old uh, authentic Italian Mario shows up. Yeah, Mario. You know, you know, you know Mario from uh from Italy. Or I can't okay, apparently I can't do a New York accent. That's, that's... But the dude is like straight off the island, the Longa Island. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> but he's apparently his dad had, you know, had been their servant before he was. But yeah, apparently his dad sent him to New York to be raised or something. Yeah. Sent him to New York to be raised and then brought him back to, I, apparently, just bang chicks is his primary job function. To bring bang chicks and overthrow aristocracy. Yeah. Down with the fucking bourgeois, am I right? Yes. There there is a subtle undercurrent in this movie about that. You Yeah. Pay attention. You might pick it up. Yeah. Yep. Breathe. If you just breathe and stay awake, I'm sure he'll pick it up. And uh they're all, you know. Basically, all we learn is these chicks love to take off their tops, and their family's out of money. Yep, yep. Because uh, yeah, we don't know why yet, but yeah, they they have no money, and then we cut to is that when we cut back to the inn with uh, Dracula and Renfield showing up? Yes, and and then you have the 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 old Italian lady who's like their servant there who learned her lines phonetically, who then points them over to the person who owns the inn, in, who talks in lines that they learned phonetically. Uh, while, because because the, uh, the Count's room is not ready when they get there, so they're going to have to wait a little bit. Yeah, but so they, they can have some salami and or cold meat. Yep, but he doesn't like, uh, he needs virgin food. So, like, he needs, like, virgin lamb and such that he eats. And, you know, the Italians, they put so much oil on everything, he says. And, uh, but but don't worry. Renfield will make him a salad later with some lemon on it. Yeah, it's not a euphemism. He means a salad. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently, you know, it's easier to find virgin vegetables than virgin meat, apparently. Well, who hasn't fucked a sheep? Well, I mean... I, if I was the count, I would stay away from the cucumbers. That's that's all I'm saying. And so they, uh, the room is ready 26 seconds after it wasn't. Yep. And there's no, they don't tell anyone to go get the room ready. No one comes and tells them the room is ready. They just say the room's not ready. And then they make small talk and find out that the count's looking for a wife. And he has lots of money. And so the innkeeper lady is like, oh, you would like to meet the the uh guy fieri family and 
and because they have four daughters, I'm sure at least one of them's a virgin, and you know, and then I'm sure someone will give me a finder's fee. Oh, and now your room is ready, even though nobody indicated to me at all in any way that your room is ready. I just apparently am psychic and know. Yeah, she's got the shine. She can tell these things. <laughs> yeah, she's got the shinin. You don't want to get us sued. <laughs> so they uh, they head off to the place where the people are. I don't... Uh, Guy Fieri house? Yeah. They head up to the Guy Fieri mansion. And uh, Renfield's like, hey, look, we want to, you know, bring the count out here. He's going to hang out and, like, marry one of these broads. They got to be virgins. They need to be virgins. Also virgins. Have I mentioned virgin? Because they need to be virgins. So any of them will do then? The virgins. All, all nothing but. Oh, virgins. Yep. Yeah, none of, my, none of my daughters are married, so they must all be virgins. Well, yeah, you can't have sex if you're not married, idiot. I know. I mean, like, duh. Yeah, my boner didn't work till I got married. <laughs> I don't want to think about your boner, Chris. It's too late now. Now you're gonna. It really is. <laughs> and uh, 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 if I don't if I don't speak for the next five minutes, that's because I'm still trying to not think about Chris's boner, <laughs> which just means you're thinking about it. Yep. Just point yep. that out. Oh fuck. Yep. 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 Oh well. You're welcome. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. Mm. I'll try to keep Chris's boner contained in my brain and not make it way not make its way into your brain. Yeah, that's probably good for everybody, I'd imagine. <laughs> Except for my brain. I mean, it's it's a noble sacrifice. Well, at least I know Count Dracula. <laughs> Count Dracula won't come and eat my brain now. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, Troy. Yep. That's, that's, what, that's what the, the Vulcans tell me. Yeah, also Khan. Yes. He's not a Vulcan, though. So anyway, Renfield makes a totally not nonsense-sounding uh, speech about how virgins and marriage and Romania, etc. Also, we have this coffin with us. It has the remains of the Count's relative who died in Rome recently. So we're hauling it back to the motherland. So if he could just keep it in his room with him, that would be great. Yep, and they're like, yeah, coffin's in the room. Cool, sign off on that. Real no, 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 no. They say, no, no, no. Stick it in the chapel, because that's where you keep dead people, is in religious places. Well, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's not where I keep my corpses, but that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Well, I heard you had a house that had, like, well over a thousand corpses in it. Yeah, at least a thousand. <laughs> So they're they're just like, hey, you guys with your coffins and your virgins, you you don't stay at the hotel, stay here at Guy Fieri's place, where you and, and eat I, weird foods and. Well, yeah, because you know, like I know that you know you, the count has a, uh, a lot of dietary restrictions. So just to make sure that none of them are violated, I will make your food. It doesn't. It, it's not because we don't have a cook. It's we're doing it for you. Yeah, it's a, it's the personal touch, which is what I like when I'm trying to arrange a marriage. 
Yep. If the if my future mother in law won't cook me dinner, it's off. Yeah, that's a number one. And so uh, she introduces her daughters. There's the older one, the next older one, both of them being the ones who took their tops off in the field. There's there's the one that we don't even mention. And then there's the younger 14-year-old one. She's not of marriage age. That's an important plot point. Yes, yeah, yeah she's like not 26 times. Yeah, she's not up for grabs. Sorry, she's only 14. When she's probably mid 20s. Yes. Yes, that actress is actually older than the actress who played the sec- the third oldest daughter. <laughs> and so Red feels like, "Oh, this seems totally straight. I'm going to head to the local pub so me and Roman Polanski can play some games." No, really. It's Roman Polanski. Yep. And Renfield doesn't play card games or dice games, so he doesn't can't play any games with you, even though he's uh, flashing all kinds of cash. Yeah, he's got hardcore legitimate currency. Of various sizes and colors. <laughs> yeah. And they play the do-what-I-do game, some kind of like Simon Says shit. I don't really... Basically, yeah, like you're supposed to mimic what the other person is doing, but Roman Plansky apparently performs sleight of hand and sleight of mouth and uh, tricks him into because, you know, he he takes a drink of wine and then he puts a cigar in his mouth and he pulls the cigar out and then he spits the wine back into his cup. But Renfield had already swallowed the wine because they thought that's what Roman Plansky did. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, shit. And then he calls him a dirty cheat, which makes him real mad, I guess. And then somebody dies, so he soaks up blood with bread. Oh, yeah. Some some girl because he had been trying to like basically buy this girl for the the count. He confirmed with the mother that she was a virgin. And then it was basically like, oh, here. Let me buy you some wine with all this cash that I have that I'm waving right in front of you. It would be a shame if I had to give you some of this cash in exchange for, I don't know, taking your daughter off of your hands. I mean, I have all this cash. It was and it's just time. it's just about as creepy as it sounds. Yeah, it's weird. And so he uh, he brings blood soaked bread to Dracula, who eats it, which is weird. Yeah, because the girl gets hit by a like a carriage and dies, and he uses the bread from the end to sop up some of the blood while pretending to like help her. And then they kind of chase him off when they realize that he's just creeping on her blood. And then he takes the bread to the count. Yeah, you know, that classic gambit where you roll around in a person's blood after they've been hit by something to soak it up <laughs> in bread. That one. It, yes. I'll stop this. I'll stop her bleeding with this bread. <laughs> oh, sorry. I fell in this blood and don't mind the loaf of bread I'm jamming in it. That's normal. Yep. I'll pack her wounds with bread and she will heal. And, uh, uh, and then Dracula eats it and he's all like, cool or something. I don't really know. Uh, yeah. He's like, great. I can live like another couple days now. Woohoo. And then we jump smash cut to some uh, weird sex scene because movie. Yeah. 
where 100% authentic Italian is called into the room by the, the Twincest sisters and they both proceed to bang him. Well, not at the same time like monsters. They take turns and eat strawberries <laughs> while they watch the other sister have sex with them. Like yeah, because that's, that's so much less creepy if you sit there and eat food watching people have sex. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I feel weird about my pastimes all of a sudden now. <laughs> Apparently, I've been doing it wrong this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the thing that happens, and then they they just have a little lesbian makeout incest fun afterwards. Yeah, you know to cleanse to cleanse their palate. Yeah, you don't want to just go back to your room smelling like sex with strawberries, Italian and strawberries. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta you gotta kind of like what you gotta wash it off with a little sister saliva. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and uh and that's that, that's a thing i never thought i would ever say yep uh this movie makes me feel dirty it should a little yeah and i don't look i'll be honest i watched this movie 45 minutes ago and i don't remember half of it already okay so i watched it longer ago but i apparently remember more of it so other things that happen is while uh, Mrs. Guy Fieri is making dinner for Dracula. He finds out that their third oldest daughter, Esmeralda, the one who shall not be named, apparently, when you introduce them, uh, has read a lot of family recipe books and does a lot of reading, and he seems mildly intrigued by that. And uh, what else? Uh, well, I guess. At some some evening, pardon me, the oldest daughter takes his dinner up to him, and he's like, "Are you a virgin?" And she's like, "Yes." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, you know, because some men don't like virgins because they don't know their way around the bedroom, you know. So it would be perfectly fine if you weren't a virgin. I mean." Who really wants a virgin these days anyway? Are you a virgin? <laughs> and she's like, yes. And he's like, great. Let me bite your neck. Mm. And so he does. It turns out. And then he, yep, and he, he feeds on that neck like a lady licking an armpit. Yeah, it's super hot. And by super hot, I mean a lot of weird sucky noises. Yep. <laughs> and then he finishes. And then his face literally turns green and he goes and pukes all the blood up into the bathtub over the course of about seven minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of vomit, a lot of blood yep. vomit. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it was kind of like Pee Wee Herman's death scene in Buffy, the vampire slayer. Only instead of dying, he was just vomiting blood. Cause it turns out, Virgin blood a vent- doesn't sit well, or non-virgin blood. Nope, he apparently is a Ventru. I don't know, probably. Yep, and uh, and so he realizes that apparently she's not a virgin. And so the next day, she kind of walks around zombie-ish, you know, and 
her sister's kind of like, I wonder what's wrong with her. I better go bang the, the, the gardener so I can figure this out, I guess. Yep. An authentic uh, Italian Mario. Let, let's be clear. He has a very uh, subtle political agenda. Yep. He, uh, he tells her all about how the Russian peasants rose up and, you know, f- killed their aristocracy. And, and she's like, but that's why the peasants exist is to work for us so that we can have easy lives. Like literally says that, <laughs> you know? And he's like, no, the peasants are going to get fed up. They're going to kill all y'all. So, why don't we just have sex here on the bed next to the wall with the hammer and sickle that I've drawn on the wall in about four foot square. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a subtle, subtle point. The movie brings up with artistry. <laughs> Deft artistry. Yeah. And it's not something this guy talks about every fucking time he's on screen. That is for sure. No, no. I mean, they would never write that into the script 700 times. The important thing to take away is the uh, proletariat were overflowed the bourgeois and their blood were roll in the streets. And, uh, you know, fuck them. Socialism for life. LOL. Yep. Which is funny because in uh, a few years, Mussolini is going to take over and form a fascist dictatorship. Wait, 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 wait. Communist Russia didn't work out great in the long run. Are you sure? I'm talking in Italy. Oh, yeah. Italy. (laughs) You know, where the Italians are. Where all the authentic Italian Marios are. I mean, the hammer and sickle threw me off. That's all I'm saying. He was a communist, but he's going to get his heart broken because he's going to end up in a fascist society. No, he wasn't a communist. He was a socialist. True. Still... Not a fascist. No, not a fascist. A socialist. But he's going to end up in a fascist country, so he's going to be unhappy. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so while they they pound it out, and actually, no, they don't pound it out. He gets all kind of rapey on her, and it, I. I was really having trouble figuring out if that was supposed to be foreplay, where she was pretending like she didn't want it. Or if she just really didn't want it, but then once he gave it to her, she was like, oh, no, it's fine. Because I'm not – I know which one's more problematic, but I'm not sure which it was supposed to be. I'm going to assume it was the more problematic. Uh, I started raping you, but then you decided you were okay with it. Yeah. Uh, this conversation is over. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. This, this movie, not woke. Yeah, super not woke. And so then she decides that she's going to go try to seduce the count. And he's like, now your sister wasn't a virgin. And I found out. And that's why we're not getting married. So are you a virgin? She says, and of course she says, yes. He's like, are you sure? And she says, and he says, yes. And then, so he jumps on her and drinks her blood and then doesn't turn green, but still like vomits it all up for seven minutes. Yeah. They're, the care in which they had the blood vomit scenes was not lost on me. No, they, they definitely were all about the blood vomit scenes. And he, uh, he vomits it up into the, the, the secondary lower sink, which yeah. was weird. It's, it's, it's the pissing sink. Oh, yeah, obviously. 
All sinks are pissing <laughs> sinks if you're in the right situation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. She waters off inexplicably. Yeah, because she is now under his power. And meanwhile, he also finds out that Esmeralda is going to go read in the library because she likes to read because she's, she's the reading girl. She's the mousy, bookish girl that the count really wants but he and but he's talking to her and finds out that she's she was engaged for 17 months but it didn't work out so he assumes that since she was engaged uh she's not a virgin and then he is reminded that the youngest daughter is 14 so she must still be a virgin Mm-hmm. and so he kind of chases after her a bit yeah. And, and that's when authentic Italian Mario gets a little suspicious. Yeah, he's like, hmm, uh, this isn't all adding up. I better go bust into the coffin that was obviously not having anything in it earlier when I carried it. Yeah, because it was, it was too light. It was so light. It was like there was nothing in it. Hmm. Well, there's nothing in this coffin. Obviously, he's a Dracula that can only feed on virgins. So the only recourse I have to save this family is to rape the 14-year-old daughter. Well, yeah, because if, she, if, she's, if she's not a virgin, she's safe. So he rapes her for about 10 seconds before being interrupted. And then Dracula comes in, finds out she's not a virgin, or but that she was a virgin. And there's all this, and I'm assuming the blood on the floor from her losing her virginity and he proceeds to lick it up, which was gross, but I found intensely fascinating because it was like, it was kind of like that scene and let the right one in when she licks the blood up off the floor. Like it's this analytic, this debased animalistic thing to do when you're trying to be all urbane and, you know, civilized, but you're still a slave to your desires and needs. And I really thought that was cool. I Chris probably did not. Nasty. <laughs> I mean, they don't have a housekeeper. Who? How long has it been since that floor has been cleaned? Am I right, Chris? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to throw shade. No, I am. Fuck that. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was gross. But I just found the the act of it fascinating. So, uh, mom, mom is now on team kill a vampire. So they uh. They decide they're going to go, I don't know, confront him. And they meet up with old right. Renfield. Yep. And he is like, I, I don't vampire. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I I just need to go tell the Count something important. Non, non-vampire murder related, obviously. Right. And he pulls and out then, a switchblade on him. Yeah. And, and he stabs the mom because you never bring a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. Or or you should, because she shoots him. Bang, bang. Yep, shot him down. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> also hit the ground. Yeah, well, he does. He, she uh, hit him right in the forehead in one shot. But I think he... Did he fatally stab her? Yeah, she's gone for the rest of the movie, so I'll assume so. Okay. And... And then uh, I think Italian Mario grabs the plumber's weapon of choice, the axe. Mm-hmm. And he heads off to go find a 
proper Dracula, and he's all like, ah, you can't do nothing except he can but apparently, shit. Yeah, proper Dracula was, had been making time with Esmeralda, I believe. Yeah, he turned her into a proper vampire on account of virginity. Yeah, because apparently, apparently the reason it didn't work out after 17 months is she didn't put out. And for the entirety of 17 months and the guy's like well if she's not gonna do it when we're engaged fuck this i'm out yeah not not, not woke nope so he uh he's like hey dracula you're a dracula and he's like yeah maybe so he's like lop off a limb with this axe <laughs> well he's gonna chase him through the castle for a while yeah, well, he gets his arm and then chases him around and then gets his other arm. Yep. And then he hoot hollers for a little bit and shoves him. And then he gets his knock. Then he gets his like totally like black knights this dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, what is he gonna do? Bleed on you? It's just a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Come back here and he'll bite your kneecaps off. So now Dracula is basically, you know, just a torso. Yep. <laughs> and he snaps off the axe head and drives it the wrong direction into his stern. Well, he, he pounds like the blunt end of the axe handle into Dracula's chest. And I, and I was like, that's that's the wrong way around. Why are you doing that? And then Esmeralda comes out like animal shrieking about how you killed the count and she was going to be with the count and she's got vampire fangs and she's just like howling, like literally like howling and then throws herself onto the stake on top of Dracula. And I was like, Oh, that's why they did that. Okay. That makes sense now. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess like the day is saved or something. Yep. Well, yeah, I think the two sisters uh, are no longer under Dracula's sway. And I'm assuming just authentic Italian Mario is just going to, like, sleep with all three sisters from now until eternity. Yeah, maybe even the fourth one. I mean, he was a weird dude. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of dead, but maybe she's only mostly dead. I don't know. Yeah. And then I guess credits because... It's over now. Yep. And then there's the after credit sequence. The sting. No, 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 there's no after, there's no after credit no, sequence. It's 1974. That wasn't a thing. No. Nope. And that's Blood for Dracula, poorly retold by us here at Slaughterhouse Princess. Probably the second best retelling, though. Fair enough. So I don't think there's probably been very many retellings of this movie. Because it's hard as hell to find a synopsis online. Right, Chris? I know, right? Read my book and <laughs> et cetera and so forth. So uh, I have a lot to say about this movie. Chris, did you want to go first or second? I'll go first because I don't have much to say. Okay. I thought this movie was boring. It's about 45%. Um, the bourgeois are going to be overthrown by the proletariat and or uh, arranged marriage talk. It's real boring. At least in my book. I do like the the parts with Udo here are great because he's fun to watch. He can vomit up non-virgin blood like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, he was pretty skinny in this movie. You wonder if maybe he was like just channeling a little bulimia into that. And I will admit that I enjoyed watching him get his limbs hacked off in a stupid fashion. <laughs> yep. And my wife was like, what the fuck? Like, there's not even any blood on the axe. Like, it's just he's spraying temper of paint out of his shoulder now. <laughs> yeah. And the limbs just drop off and the axe is just hacking straight They're through. It, and I'm like, that's paint. fucking stupid. All right. That's fine. I like it. Yeah. But if uh, if I had to say between this one and the uh, Flesh for Frankenstein, I'm a Flesh for Frankenstein guy. This one's just, it's real slow for me. Didn't do a whole lot. It's It's got its points, don't get me wrong, but I just, I didn't buy into it. Not my bag. I'd say skip this one. What do you think, Mr. Troy? I think you're wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, I... I, yeah, we're going to have to fight afterwards um, and uh, we'll beat each other with cucumbers. But uh, no, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I it was I maybe it's just that I love vampire movies, but I loved the all the uh, subtext of like, you know, and sometimes just text of, you know, the aristocracy feeding on the uh, the uh, peasants to support their lifestyles and you know, the you know, how even back like in the 1910s, 1920s, it didn't uh, the fact that you were religious didn't really ever stop you from having sex as like a teenager and 20 year old, you know, like everyone paid lip service to, to propriety, but everyone was fooling around. And I like that because, you know, people had to get all holier than thou about, you know, like, oh, well, back in the day, like, no, no. Everyone was still screwing around. That's just the way it was. Um, maybe even more so. And I liked that, like, you know, the some of the sisters weren't prudish at all. They were just like, well, fuck, I'm hot. I'm taking my clothes off. And I'm doing it because I'm because I'm going to be overheated, but also because I know it's going to really annoy my mousy, pious little sister. So I'm going to do that even more because that's what siblings do. So I enjoyed that. Um I liked that authentic Italian Mario's political aspirations were just going to end in failure and misery. So that was good. And yeah, I mean, I liked the whole reading, you know, the reading vampirism more as a political statement as opposed to it's a metaphor for sex with, you know, penetration of the teeth into the neck. And, you know, the vulnerable areas of the body. Um, but, you know, instead they went with the more political reading of, you know, the the fuel system and how terrible it was for almost everybody except for the people at the top. And, yeah, the obsession with virgins I thought was fascinating. Um, yeah, I just there was a lot of this a lot of this movie that I enjoyed. I enjoyed Renfield being tricked by a peasant. Um I enjoyed how, like, even though he was a vampire, one, he was almost ready to die at the beginning of this movie. Two, how when he got a hold of virgin blood, all sense of, like, decorum disappeared, and he was just going to survive. And if it meant he had to look, you know, look like an animal, look like a peasant, or act like a peasant, or act like an animal, it didn't matter surviving was more important, which I think is a nice 
actually kind of humanizing thing for a vampire. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it way better than Flesh for Frankenstein, where I fell asleep. And uh, I would say watch this one, not that one, in complete opposition to Chris. Mm-hmm. So there you go. We've accomplished nothing. This is a <laughs> net gain of nothing for anyone. Nothing is different. Status quo has been maintained. But this movie is still better. Uh, that, that, is, that is your opinion, and you're <laughs> perfectly in your rights to be wrong about it. <laughs> but next, so Troy. No. Oh, I, yeah, so Chris, what are, we, what are we watching next week, Chris? We're going to watch Mystics in Bali, as recommended by Dummy Act. Chris is excited to see this movie. I am excited. I haven't seen this movie in a while. And as I recall, it's a fucking crazy thing. And I have not seen it. So I am I am cautiously curious. Hey, I'd say Dummy Act has earned our uh, blind faith. Oh, no, no, no. It's not Dummy Act that makes me cautiously curious about it. It's you when you're like, I can't wait to see it. It's a crazy thing. And I'm like. Okay, that can either be really good or really bad I when it comes to Chris and crazy things. So I'm going to hope that it's good. That's but be, ca- but be cautiously optimistic. So what if, what if other people wanted to divide us on our enjoyment of a film? How would they do that, Troy? Well, first they'd make sure Brett didn't show up to any more episodes because with three people it's hard to be evenly divided. Fair enough. Yes, but otherwise they could reach us on Facebook where we are Slaughterhouse Princess and you could send us recommendations there. You could send us email recommendations at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You could go onto our Discord server like Mr. Green did just the other day and send us recommendations and that is at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, if you would like to tweet at us, we are at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. You could reach us on our subreddit at r slash SHP podcast. Uh, if you would like to find more episodes other than just this one, you could go to slaughterhouseprincess.com where we have links to anything and everything related to us. Uh, you could go to Google Play if you are on an Android device. And uh, find us there. If you can, you can also go to your iTunes if you are part of the Apple cult, and you could uh, find us there as well. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher if you don't want to use either of those two things. And uh, any other podcast aggregator can be used. You just have to jump through more ho- hoops. And uh, if you would like to support us financially, there's two good ways to do that. You could go to our Patreon at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com and throw a couple bucks to us that way. Or you could go to our store at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com where you could buy things like stickers with our logo or science towels or giant tapestries with our logo on them. And I guess you could use that to hang outside of your window and let people know they should probably not visit you. Mm-hmm. Nothing says don't come to my house like a slaughterhouse princess tapestry. <laughs> I, I'm actually pretty sure nothing else does. So come back next time where we're going to tackle mystics in Bali, which uh, presumably is about mystics located in Bali. That's crazy talk, Chris. It sure is, Troy. It sure is. And, and if you like more crazy talk, just remember, other p- horror movie podcasts think about horror movies. We drink about horror movies and then talk crazy talk about them. Bye!
jokes. Fifty <laughs> fifty is just going to be me yelling dick jokes at the end of this week now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs>